friends. Welcome to the In the Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Nita Wilkinson. We all know that life is just plain hard sometimes. Join me each week as I talk to a girlfriend about their journey of overcoming and how it always leads back to Jesus. It is so good to be back with you all after a couple of weeks of hiatus. I um, didn't plan the hiatus. I actually had two really good podcasts planned, but I had planned those over the phone, and it turns out that um, the equipment that I got for Christmas, I didn't understand as well as I thought I did, and I had to order some new cords. So I am waiting to get all that figured out, but you can look forward to in the near future, hopefully, um, Carrie Bezesco, she is going to talk about massage and how it's good for our physical health, but it's also good for our mental health and our souls. And we will also hear from Lori Acker. I really wanted to uh, have you all hear from her last week because Saturday she had a small church um, conference that was oh so good. And I did put it out on my social media so people would know about it. Um, She has a ministry that is specifically for women in small churches. And that can be churches of 20, clear up to 150. And she's very much aware of the difference between small churches and mega churches and even large churches. And she's just got some great resources and there's a lot of good women that are a part of that ministry. And I want her, I want you all to hear from her and uh, learn a little bit more about her ministry. She will have some more conferences coming up this year. Her conferences are are typically free and then if you want the ability to play back uh, there is a nominal charge to be able to have that um, if you can't be there but if you can be there that day you get it all for free and that's such a great it's just a great resource for women so those two you can look forward to coming here very soon so tonight I thought um, we would just talk a little bit about we're in the dead of winter. It's it's the first day of February, so we made it through January, and a lot of January was gray. Now, I happen to love the snow that is on the ground. Um, you all know that about me, but um, many of you don't love the snow, and hardly any of us hate day after day after day of gray. That is not our favorite. And it can wear on your nerves, and certainly... It has for a lot of people and for some people there is um, a seasonal affective disorder which is it, it's something that um, can even be considered depression and so that can be difficult for them but even if you don't have that just the gray days over and over can be difficult and certainly with COVID this year um, changing things up and we can't we can't go as many places or do some of the things that we typically do I know that we usually have um, we have a great group of friends that we do things with and we usually have at least one or two parties in the winter and of course we haven't been able to do that this year so um it's just it's just been it's the gray is always difficult but I think it's even more difficult this year so I thought that we would talk about some of the things we can do to make it a little bit easier and also as part of that kind of look at Psalm 91 I just feel like the Psalm 91 is a hug from God um If you have done any of my Bible studies with me or um, know very much about me, Psalm 91 is one of my favorites. My mom always said, you should have a psalm and make it yours. Um, When I was just a young mother, she, she said, 
I have a psalm, and um, I believe hers was Psalm 43, um, not, or maybe 46. I'll have to read them and, and check it out. But she always said, you know, you should have a psalm so that when you're down and you need lifted up, you can, you can go to that psalm that you have owned as your own. When you're having a good day, you can praise him with the psalm that you have called your own. And um, after a lot of deliberation, I chose actually Psalm uh, 34. I love that psalm, and I, I do have to tell you there are verses in there that got me through my depression that I would just say over and over in my head um, in the night when I couldn't find sleep. But I do like Psalm 91 too because I just feel like it's a hug from God, and it's something that's so precious to us. I love um the imagery that it presents, and um, we'll talk about that a little bit too as we get into some things that we can do in our homes that uh, can help us get through this uh, gray and dreary time. And it's all about cozy and warm and fuzzy and all those kind of things. Um, You know, I am sitting in my living room and I have taken down my Christmas trees, but I left up one tree that has the look of snow on it. And I think they call that flocked. I could be wrong about that. And it still has its white lights up. And that just brings me joy, you know, to have that, that Christmas tree still up. Well, now it's a winter tree. The Christmas trees are put away. It's a winter tree. And I have some white mittens up that have some greenery in it because those things bring me joy. And I really hate taking down all the Christmas lights. So I leave the greenery up on the banister and at least one tree with white lights um, up at least until Easter. Sometimes when I have a smaller tree, I will um, leave that up all year. But it just brings me joy. You know, I have a fuzzy, warm, cozy blanket on the couch with me and just a really fun pillow that feels soft that I like. And I think that doing those things can help us to feel comfortable and cozy in our own home. Um, Lighting candles and maybe even um, taking a hot bath if you like to do that or curling up with a hot cocoa or a coffee or a hot tea and a really good book. Jumping into a Netflix um, marathon and binge watching something that you've wanted to watch. Doing something that brings you comfort and makes you happy. Um, Look for those things. I have been spending a lot of time in my Bible that brings me great joy. And I prayed many years to be able to find delight in the Bible. And God blessed me with answering that prayer in bigger ways than I could even imagine. And so sometimes just sitting, you know, with the lights low and my winter tree lit and my Bible on my lap and my notebook in my hand, just taking notes is one of the most joyful things for me to do. For you, it might be different, but do something that you enjoy that will, that is cozy and comfortable and uh, will make you Uh, give you comfort right now when everything's so dreary. I love a fireplace. I don't have a fireplace in my house, but I do have a mantle in our bedroom and there is um, just a whole row of lights, uh, candles, excuse me, candles that we have. And so I may be going upstairs and lighting those because it will give the feel of a fireplace. But just whatever 
brings you joy and brings you comfort. I encourage you to take time each evening or maybe each morning, whenever it's good for you, maybe right before the kids come home from school and take a half an hour and just do what brings you joy and comfort and is fun for you. As we step into Psalm 91, because this brings me great joy, uh, I'm just going to read through um, different portions and and give you some of my thoughts. Um, I don't pretend to understand all of it, but I do love this psalm and the imagery is so beautiful. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. Isn't that just a beautiful picture? And I especially love it during these gray days that we have that because I think of a mama bird covering her baby birds with her wings and giving them refuge from the rain or the wind. And certainly we've had a lot of gray recently. And I just love the picture of God holding us in his arms, underneath his arms, and we are resting in his refuge. There is no better place to be, especially right now in our world that's so divided. That is what I long for and what I crave. And it's this is just a, such a beautiful depiction of that. Reading on a little bit more, um, picking up in verse five. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Isn't that beautiful as well? He will guard us in the terror of the night. And if we look at it, and, and think about darkness. I think this is maybe spiritual darkness that he's that that the psalmist is talking about. And God will keep us from the wicked and the evil of the world. This is not a promise that our lives will be perfect and everything will be wonderful, because we know that that's not going to be the case. This world isn't our home, and. If it was perfect here, we wouldn't have anything to look forward to to get to heaven. And this world is broken. And because it's broken, things happen that can adversely affect us. But at the end of the day, this is a promise that God will save us from the spiritual evil that is around us. And it's in the Old Testament, but we know because we have the the new testament with us as well that we that he has given us the gift of having eternity with him i just think this is so beautiful and here we get to my favorite part so we are going to pick up at verse 9 if you say the lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling 
No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. I absolutely love the idea that angels are guarding us and they will lift up their hands so that we won't strike our foot against a stone. I love this so much and it's such a beautiful picture in my head of angels protecting. And we often talk about our guardian angels and this is just even better than that. This is the Lord's angels protecting his believers. And I just think that is the most amazing, amazing thing. This is also a scripture that Satan uses when he, when Jesus has spent his 40 days in the desert and Satan turns it around um, with Jesus so that um, telling Jesus that, you know, the angels will just take care of him so he doesn't have to worry about anything. And um, that's not true. Yes, the angels will take care of us when we needed it, but it does not promise, again, it does not promise absolutely no harm will become us and that we won't have pain in our lives because we know that we will. And Satan tries to take these verses and turn them into something else. And he tried that with Jesus as well. And finally, I'll read the last part of Psalm 91. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So he is with us when we are in trouble. It doesn't say he'll take the trouble away, but he is with us. And I know when I was, when I've been in trouble, and I think about my depression, and I think about times that my kids um, had troubles. Uh, my younger son had some serious health issues when he was just a baby baby. And um, other things that have come in our life, he has been with me. Even though I didn't always feel it, when I look back, his hand was carrying me in places I didn't even know I needed carried. And he will do that for you, just like he did for me. And this is his promise. He will be with us in times of trouble. Not that he will take away trouble, but that he will be with us in times of trouble. So I hope you can take this in this time right now, just this time of gray, dreary, wintry world that we're living in and take this hug from God. I encourage you to read Psalm 91 for yourself and see how it speaks to you because maybe it'll speak to you differently than it did to me. And spend a little time um, just basking in God's word and hearing what he has to say. And if you never have, I recommend that you find a Psalm for you and make it your own. Uh, it was that was great advice my mom gave me, and certainly I have leaned on Psalm 34 many times in my life. And I have also, when um, I've been praising him, I almost always go to that psalm because I consider that to be mine. 
doesn't mean it can't be yours or anyone else's, but I have taken ownership of it as a way to uh, just celebrate God and to hold on to him when things are not going well. So I encourage you to find a psalm that will work for you. And so that's that's our, our lesson, so to speak, for tonight. I do want to tell you about some things that are upcoming that I'm really excited about. We are going to be starting a Lenten um, daily devotion as well as a weekly uh, video that kind of goes over what we've done over the week, so kind of like a Bible study. And that'll be starting the 17th, Lent starts the 17th of February, and I'm pretty excited about it. What we're going to be doing is going back into the Old Testament, and uh, just one of the things that has been on my heart for over a year now, and, and I love doing this, is finding Jesus in the Old Testament. We think of the Old Testament as a book of rules and wars that we don't understand and a very harsh God and we don't understand what's going on. But when I love how the Bible is many, many books and stories, but there's a scarlet thread that runs through the Bible and it starts in Genesis, this thread. Because Jesus was with God before the world was even made. He wasn't called Jesus, but he was there. And so he is a part of the Old Testament in ways that I never imagined. And I love digging in and finding those um, little nuggets um, about him and where he is in the Old Testament. And how Old Testament not just prophecies, but some of the things we see in the festivals and the Ark of the Covenant and all of the things that are there, that Jesus, you can see that scarlet thread. And so we're going to pull up that thread um, over the Lenten period. And uh, there'll be a daily devotion that I will put out through my email. So if you are interested in receiving that, sign up for my email. And then one night a week, I will um, play a, um, a YouTube video that will have, that will talk about that week's, that will talk about that week's devotions. So, and of course, it's all leading up to um, the death and resurrection of Christ. And it's, you know, some people think it's really funny to be talking about this here. It's just the first day of February and we just barely got through Christmas. And in fact, my outside Christmas lights are still up, which today I'm glad because it's, you know, so snowy. But always remember, and if you did my Advent devotion, there would be no Christmas without the cross. The cross is the most important part of all of the story of Jesus because without the cross we wouldn't be with redeemed without the cross there wouldn't be the forgiveness that we are given he was our perfect sacrifice and that's one of the things that we will find in the Old Testament is the perfect lamb that had to be sacrificed as a forgiveness for sins and um, there are many sacrifices and that's just one and we needed that perfect lamb for all time and we got that in Jesus. 
We also have a giveaway coming up. We'll be giving something away at Valentine's Day, uh, or around there anyway. And that will be, I'm hoping to grow my In the Whisper page. And so if you don't belong and you want to like that page, that will help get you in for the uh, contest or if you already belong to my in the whisper page not the whisper women but the in the whisper page uh, you can tag people and have an opportunity so look forward to that and you'll hear more about that in my whisper Wednesdays that comes out my newsletter and uh, finally we talked about uh, some of the guests that we'll be have coming up so I look forward to having Carrie Bezesco and Lori Acheron I'd also like to tell you I was blessed to be on Tracy Miles launch team for her book Living Unbroken and it is a really good book especially if you've been through divorce although I think any kind of rejection um, if you've had any kind of rejection in your life this book would be helpful for you but I wish this book had been around when I was getting divorced because there's so much stigma attached to to divorce I think sometimes in the church maybe not the church but but some people and or we feel there is maybe there really isn't even that stigma but when you get divorced you feel like there is and this was such a great book to really soothe the soul of someone who has um, gone through that so I highly recommend it if you um, have gotten divorced recently or even not so recently um, or if you've even faced some kind of rejection this is a really good book for you and today is the day that it's available so feel free to uh, head out to Amazon or you can get it on Kindle or um, Barnes and Noble, wherever you buy your books, you can get Living Unbroken by Tracy Miles, and I think that it will bless you. Thank you for sharing uh, Psalm 91 with me tonight. I hope that it has been a blessing to you as it has for me. I look forward to bringing you some new guests in the future as I figure out all my technology I need to know, and we'll get some people that... Um, don't live around here that you can hear from. And until next time, I hope you have a great evening. Spend some time tonight doing something that is warm and cozy and brings you great joy.